When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening and subscribing to the podcast. Hope everyone out there had a very Merry Christmas, and you did get yourself an Eagles victory on Christmas. It wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. It was not totally easy, though I would not say it was a really, really, really hard victory for the Eagles, although the score at the end made it feel that way. Let's do some good, bad, and ugly from an Eagles victory on Monday on Christmas, 33-25. Eagles go to 11-4. Look, big picture here. There's going to be a lot of consternation in Philadelphia after the victory because it's like every other dumb Eagles win this entire season, and they've all been the same. The Patriots won, the Dallas won, the Kansas City won, the Buffalo won, the the Washington wins. I mean, you go through all the wins this year, even the Minnesota game in Week 2, it all feels like the same game where the Eagles don't win by a ton. They don't dominate on the scoreboard. When you feel like they're going to, they give it back. There's turnovers. There's reasons to just want to throw up afterwards, but it's a victory. And actually yesterday, all of this considered, I feel better, I think, than a lot of people do about the game and the way the Eagles play. Well, let's get to it. The good, the bad, and the ugly from an Eagles victory over the New York Giants to put them at 11-4. and And obviously, two more wins secures a division championship for the Philadelphia Eagles, Arizona, and the Giants to come. Here's the good. I thought for the most part yesterday, Jalen Hurts played well. Now, the pick six can't happen. He he made it even worse with the penalty at the end, the horse collar whole thing. Maybe the dumbest sequence in totality of Hurts' career. Now, Goddard slipped. I did think... Jalen kind of stared him down, which led the defender there. Now, if Goddard doesn't slip, the interception doesn't happen. But that being said, a mistake there. He had the mistake before halftime on the play where he didn't go out of bounds and he cut it back in around the six-yard line. That cost them points there. You know, it was kind of every to each their own because the Giant player laid on him with a penalty. allowed the allowed the Eagles to at least get a field goal off. They probably should have a chance at seven. It's a really poor play by Hurts there. But for the most part yesterday... I thought he played pretty well. 24-38, 301 yards, a touchdown and an interception. You take away that interception on the slip, and we're talking about a guy who's got a really high-level passer rating on the day. Completion percentage a little bit lower than you want, but better than it has been in recent weeks. I thought he threw the ball with pretty good accuracy yesterday on, I'd say, 80% of his passes, 85% of his passes. The third and 20 play to, to hit A.J. Brown there was outstanding. So And that really saved the game, considering where that game was going with the pick six, with the fumble on the on the kick return to start the second half. That game was slipping away before Jalen Hurts hits A.J. Brown, the third and 20. 
They get the run game going after that. And I thought that really changed the football game there. I felt better about Jalen Hurts yesterday than I have probably since... Hmm. Last time I felt this good about Hurts, probably first three quarters of the Cowboy game in November. Yeah, I think it's the best he's played overall since the Cowboy game in November. I was pleased yesterday with Jalen Hurts. Other things that I liked from yesterday, the good. Keely Ringo, obviously the pick at the end to seal the game. I like that kid's spunk. I like his attitude. I like his physicality. I'm a fan right now. Darius Leonard. I think you're seeing him get a little more acclimated here. Big run stuff early, playing downhill through the hole. He was on the field for about 85% of the snaps, which was a pretty big number yesterday. Liked what I saw at Darius Leonard. The run game in the second half. I like the alternating you know, series it drives with, with Gainwell compared to, to DeAndre Swift, who ran the ball very well yesterday, hard. I mean, that spin he had um, you know, by the goal line to turn back around. Pretty incredible stuff yesterday. Second half, they ran 26 times for 133 yards. And on, on the day, for the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday, 35 rushes for 170 yards, 4.9 a pop. That's big-time stuff. That is big-time stuff out of the running game yesterday. They needed that to settle things down. I liked what I saw there. And I'll tell you right now, I like what I'm seeing out of Matt Patricia's defense for two weeks. Now, I know they gave up the bomb late in the game, and you look at the scoreboard, and it's like 25 points for the New York Giants. Well, let's take a deep breath. Seven of those points literally came on the by, by the Giants' defense. So offensively, the Giants scored 18 points. One of those drives was, you know, the, the drive started on what? Like the 15-yard line after the the, the muffed uh, kick return by Scott and Zacchaeus. So what are we talking about here? I mean, the, the Giants put up 11 real points. And uh, of that, the touchdown was on the bomb to Slayton late in the game. I thought for the most part, the, the Eagles' defense played pretty well. Only allowed 4.9 yards per play. I like what I'm seeing right now. And a Matt Patricia's unit. I think it's just a more aggressive unit. They were able to kind of end the Tommy DeVito nonsense, which I I couldn't wait for. So done. I mean, the guy is the th- third-string quarterback. We'll forget his name in, in, in two years. And he's been the story of the NFL for about a month now, which is, which is pretty darn sad. So I'm glad they ended the DeVito stuff. Now, Taylor's a better quarterback. Tyrod Taylor's just a, a flat-out better quarterback, and I thought he gave the Giants a better chance when he was in there. So maybe it's good we did, we did the DeVito thing for one more more week so he could start. But I, I thought for the most part, Patricia's defense played pretty well. I like what I'm seeing out of Ringo. I think Leonard's coming on a little bit here. Hurts, I, I thought, was more good than bad yesterday and certainly his best game in a while. And the run game really got itself going in the second half. That's the good. All right, let's talk about the, ha- the bad here. For the game. All right, let, number one is the Jalen Hurts play before the half. I mean, it cost them a, a shot of points. And if not for a dumb play by the Giants, it would have cost them a, a, all any points. I mean, they'd have, the three points would have been gone there. They put up before the half. It's just a very, I would say, out of character, you know, lack of awareness kind of play by Jalen Hurts. He did mention after the game he made a mistake. I, I'm curious what he was thinking there. Now, the question was kind of posed to him like, the play where he, you know, just, hey, Jalen, what happened on the play? You you should have went out of bounds or went out of bounds. I think it was misworded, and Hurts was like, yeah, I, I made a mistake. I should have went out of bounds. But I, I'd be curious to know, what, what was he thinking? Like, what was the thought process in that moment? Did he think he could cut it back at the six and get to the end zone, and then it just was a massive Giants and he couldn't plow in? Did he have a, a little bit of a lack of awareness of how close he was to the end zone? Because if he's on the three or the two, you know, if the five-yard line there is the goal line, if, if he maybe lost his compass for a second as he's being chased, I could see then, you know, we saw that against Minnesota in week two last year, 2022, where he kind of dragged three or four guys in from the four or five yard line and got in. Like, was he thinking something like that? Did he think he was closer? Did he think that they had a timeout in their pocket? I I, I don't know what he was thinking there. Really poor situa- situational awareness. 
the other things that were bad yesterday, obviously the mistakes, the turnovers, you know, the, the Eagles are not good enough to do this. And and they've played with fire all year, and it's it's probably the way they're going to go out in the playoffs when they go out is because they're going to play with fire and they're not dominant enough to play with fire. Like they played with fire yesterday against the Giants and they gave Tyrod Taylor and the Giants a chance at the end of the football game to come back then and send that to overtime. I mean, I, I, let's just be real. I mean, Tyrod releases that football to the end zone and if that goes differently, if a Giant catches it on a tip, that game's very likely to go to overtime against a team that the Eagles are just better than. Now, when we get to the postseason, they won't just be that much better than the Rams or whoever they're going to play in the first round of the playoffs. They just won't be. So they're going to have to play more buttoned-up football. You can't just gift to the team turnovers like that. And and the turnovers have been an issue for the Eagles all year. It's been more sloppy. It's been and, and some you know you you could go back through the box scores or just through your mind and through the tape and be like, yeah, you know, five or six or seven of those very fluky. An arm gets hit of a quarterback. The ball bounces off someone's hands. You know, Goddard slips yesterday, but some of them just, you got to be more buttoned up. Like the Zacchaeus Boston Scott kick return to start the second half. You have to be more buttoned up. No question about that. You have to be. Um, last thing on the, on the bad yesterday is the big play deep down the field, um, you know, to Slayton. It, it just can't happen there. It seemed like Blankets have got caught up moving forward and then Slayton beating him deep. I mean, think about where the game is at that point. The Eagles are up on the Giants trying to finish the game. Don't give them any life with a deep shot. I mean, the Giants have shown very little ability all season to move, matriculate the football down the field. They have a backup quarterback in. They have very little on the outside in terms of weapons that, that you should you know be afraid of, you know, making catch after catch. They have a poor offensive line that, that really can't block for for their salt. I mean, it's it that's that's really ridiculous stuff to, to have that happen there. Other thing, and I have a couple more things. The penalties, too many penalties. I mean, what are we doing with lining up in the neutral zone or lining up offsides? What are we doing with hitting the quarterback low, Hassan Reddick, at the end of the game? That kind of stuff. It's just again, it's it's like the same game every week where they're they're giving the other team life with self-inflicted wounds and. I'm tired of hearing the standard is the standard and only rises and we haven't played our best football game yet. We are going to week 17 of the NFL season. This is who the Eagles are. They are a good football team. They're not a great football team. And they have really extreme flaws, which they have not been able to correct for 16 now going on 17 weeks. I did leave out before we get to the ugly on this game and then look ahead a little bit. I did leave out one very good. And that's Britton Covey. I mean, the kick return, um, just mean the punt return early in that game to get them set up for their first score. You know, I heard Sirianni after the game talking about, you know, vote Britton Covey to the Pro Bowl, Philadelphia, get out there. Yeah, I mean, he, he deserves it. Britton Covey's become a really good returner for this football team. Really good. I mean, he makes a lot of plays. He makes guys miss. I know he had the one muff later on. But I'm a fan. Britton Covey has become a guy that went from, you know, just, is he really going to make the team? What are they doing with this guy? Can, and to now he makes plays. He makes plays for them. And their special teams this year, for all of the consternation about the offense and the consternation about the defense, the special teams has been a rock. And I know that yesterday I had the issue with the, the return and, and Scott and Zacchaeus. But for the most part this year, the special teams has been a lock. Really, really good unit yesterday, um, or just in general, led by Britton Covey. So that's, that's another good. So there's got a lot of good, some bad yesterday, and now the ugly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And this is the thing that kind of worries you more than anything else. The final score, the box score, the yards, any of that stuff. It's this team just continues to look and sound miserable. They, they don't sound happy. You know, Jeff McLean, who had his podcast last week, and, you know, and he's really kind of taking a beat writer perspective to a podcast of what he's hearing, seeing, observing. And he had the story last week about, you know, they want more vocal leadership from Jalen Hurts. That became the headline. But really the, the, the thing that stuck out to me the most was that when they were 10-1, and 1, they were a miserable football team. And then you hear the stuff last week, all the stuff leaking out and the predictable offense. And A.J. Brown, you know, on the record to Jeff McClain talking about teams have caught up. And he challenges the coaches and players to, to kind of fight back against teams catching up to them. And then yesterday during the game, you know, Sirianni yelling and screaming on the sideline. It looked like A.J. Brown is, is upset. Devontae Smith after the game, not happy with the team is playing. A.J. Brown didn't talk after the game because he has nothing nice to say, he said. They look miserable. So, you know, as much as people have said that a lot of fans, WIP has been complaining this year during 11 and 4, which is now, you know, 11 and 4 football team, they look miserable. It's one thing for us to point out flaws, for us to point out, hey, that could be better. The team looks miserable. And then I go back to Sirianni on all this because I, I just I don't know what the culture is here under Sirianni. An executive in the NFL last week in the Inquirer piece said it's a clown show under Nick Sirianni. That was a Marcus Hayes piece. It's a clown show. And I, it, it does feel to me that the Eagles are not a very happy and together group. And I don't know why. I don't know what happened from last year to this year. I don't know if Sirianni's act is wearing thin. They obviously still have a big-time roster, and they can win a lot of football games with this roster. I mean, they are, they're 11-4. and four. They're trending towards 12 or 13 victories on the season, depending on how they finish these last two and what happens with seeding and all that and, and, and how they, they play this out. But, you know, at this point, it doesn't feel like they're a, a united front, and I don't know how they get back there. I don't know what they're looking for. Sirianni is... From my view, he would be a guy that after a while I'd roll I'd roll my eyes at. When he tells me to be composed and he's not composed. When he's yelling and screaming all the time, I, I just I, I don't know if it's it's gonna work long term for him with the the modern athlete. He's he's obviously comes from a teaching background and a discipline background and he has a temper, which you know, I don't think is a bad thing. He's, you know, he's probably like a million people out there that are listening to this right now. But there's a grind in his players. There's a grade in his players. He's yelling at Reddick coming off the field. Reddick's yelling back. AJ looks frustrated. It's just been a weird season where they win, yet they don't look happy. They don't look buttoned up. They don't look like you want them to look. And yet the scoreboard most weeks, you know, 11 out of 15 weeks now, says that they're in um, very, very good shape and they're winning these football games. I actually took more positives than negatives yesterday. I thought the play, I mean, look at some of the numbers from the game. Look, they had 465 total yards. Giants at 292. They doubled them up at first downs, 28 to 14. I like they held them to 4 of 14 on third down. We know how bad third down's been for the Eagles for a long time now. They outrushed them. They had a significantly more, you know, lucrative time of possession. Um, you know, it was really two or three plays. The, the Zacchaeus, uh, Boston Scott, Muff, the pick six, and the bomb to Slayton. Other than that, I mean, the Giants really don't score. I mean, there's there's three of the touchdowns right there. They're in the single digits. You take that away. So I, I thought for the most part, the Eagles played a pretty good football game. And now on a short week, they get to welcome in the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Now, as much as I feel pretty good about this, do you feel strongly the Eagles are going to be able to be buttoned up enough to win these last two without slipping up? I, I don't feel great about that. 
And now we get to watch on Saturday night the Dallas Cowboys and Detroit Lions. If you feel good about the Eagles winning both these games, you should root for the you should root for the Cowboys because it will give the Eagles the path back to the number two seed and potentially with one more slip up. And we'll see injuries with, with Trent Williams and and the Purdy Stinger. You know, one more Niners slip up, and they they will play a potentially very hungry and desperate Rams team in Week 18. The Eagles could still be the one. So it's all in front of them if they win these last two football games. If they, if they take care of their business, certain help. A Lions win over the Cowboys. I mean, a Cowboys win over the Lions, and a Niners loss could put the Eagles not only for the division, not only for the two, but back to the one. It's all on the table there if the Eagles could take care of business on Sunday. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. Have a great rest of your week into the new year. Uh, WIP Midday Show will be on on today, the 26th, and then off until the 2nd. But check the WIP Daily feed for a ton of content, Hall of Fame baseball stuff, NFL picks, all coming your way. Thanks so much for listening. Merry Christmas and a nice win yesterday for the Philadelphia Eagles.